0: To the Yimei Chabad, for the 28th day of Mar Cheshvin, this is in the year Tafrej Ain Beis, Terev. This is uh, uh, 102 years ago, Is the yard site of a chosid, a great chosid. His name was Reb Michal Bliner, Reb Michol Bliner from the city of Neville. And they used to call him Michal the Alter, Michal the old one. That's the name that he stuck to him. He was a mashpia. Yeah, uh, you <laughs> called the young one. <laughs> uh, he was a mashpia in Lubavitch. A mashpia means a spiritual guide. You know, in the Chassidic doctrine, it has a lot of. Uh, emphasis on one's service to God in his emotional not only a very technical service or doing the laws but also a spiritual and a an emotional attachment to God and Lubavitch and the yeshivas, in addition to studying the Hasidus, they also had a teacher that used to teach a Hasidist, but they also had somebody who was called a spiritual guide, was called a mashpia, like today they would say as yes, like a guidance counselor but you had a person who would guide you in your spiritual growth and this Reb Michoel Beliner was a Mashpia in the twenty eighth of Cheshven Uh, he was a Mashpia in the city of Lubavitch now in the uh, Sichas Torah Sholem the revelation relates like this that the uh, Chosid Reb Michoel Neville thank you the Chosid Reb Michoel Neville were from those people who would walk by foot to the Tzemach Tzedek. You know, there were people by the 3rd Lubavitcher Rebbe Tzemach Tzedek, there were, I guess, there were different categories. There's those that would walk by foot. It was a special thing. They didn't uh, use carriages or anything else. It was uh, like when you says when you do Aliyah when you go up for the holidays, you would go by foot. Uh, that was I mean. That's why it's called Shalosh Shudagolim, the three holidays, because people would come up to visit Yerushalayim. For these people to go to visit the Rebbe was equivalent, and they walked by foot. Um, and he. Got his own training. This Reb Michoel, the Alter, Michoel, he got his training from the Chassid, the very famous Chassid known by the name. He was Reb Peretz Chaim, and uh, for a certain period of his lifetime, this Reb Michoel, uh, he, w- he would work. He would make ovens. That was his uh, livelihood. That's what it was job. And while he was working, he would always be talking about the Hasidic uh, teaching. And when he got older. Uh, he became a mashpia, a spiritual guide in the yeshiva of which was in the city of Lubavitch which was founded by the Rebbe Rashab he became the spiritual guide he was one of the spiritual guides there and he was very special in the fact with his true love uh, of of another of the other people of the jew of his students as we'll see in a minute and he was also somebody who worked with himself a lot you know there's some people that just you know go through life you know let it go as it goes you know and they don't Stop to pay too much attention. But there's a lot of people, not a lot of people, there's some people, I should say, who take life seriously and they work with themselves. They work to refine their character. They work to refine their spiritual standing. They try, they don't just say it is what it is, but they actually, that's called a bala avoida. These <laughs> people that work with themselves, they work hard, they labor to become better people. to for many years, this Rebbe Michoel, Michoel Bliner, Michoel Alter, he was a Mashpia in the city of Neville. Neville was a very famed Hasidic uh, city with a lot of uh, Hasidic Chabad, Hasidic families over there. And uh, he was a Mashpia over there. But at one point when he came into a visit in a private meeting with the Rebbe Rashab, the Rebbe asked him to remain in the city of Lubavitch, that he should become a Mashpia a spiritual guide in the yeshiva for the students over there but the people of Neville they objected they didn't, <laughs> they didn't want to lose such a great uh, individual so uh, they gathered all these people of the city had a big meeting and they wrote a letter to the Rebbe uh, stating to the Rebbe that they're asking him not to take away Rebbe Michoel uh, from them and the Rebbe Rashab answered them that the work of Rebbe Mikhail and the Yeshiva Lubavitch is more important than what he does over there in Neville. And <laughs> I guess that the Rebbe saw that this is what he needs to do and that's what he did. And this Rebbe Mechoyel, as said, was like exceptionally his care and his concern for every student of the Yeshiva was beyond anything that ever has ever seen. It was like so dedicated. Um, without Boundaries, no limitation, And he also worked very hard to get them exemptions so they don't have to go to the army, uh, uh, which was a uh, whole challenge at the time to get them these exemptions. And he would travel uh, distances to even save one individual student so that he should not have to go to the army. And you know, of course, going to the Russian army meant not only going to the army, but it meant giving up your Yiddishkeit or at least, uh, you know, the level of of religious, you know, experience that they could have in the yeshiva. Um, And he was like, his dedication is he would see, you know, in those days, you know, people had very little. I mean, there were students that were walking around with torn shoes. If he saw somebody walking around with torn shoes, he would sometimes take off his own shoes and give them to the student. It says, here, take these shoes. And uh, it even happened one time, he was in the middle of reading the Shema. Now, you know, when you read the Shema, that's supposed to be total dedication to God. It's a very special prayer. And you're not allowed to interrupt at all. You're supposed to be totally, fully concentrated. But he was reading the Shema, and he noticed that a... Uh, a boy was wearing <laughs> ripped shoes. So he goes and he writes, in the middle of the Shema, he goes and writes a note that he should, after Davening, should go to the uh, place where they kept the stuff and he should take a pair of shoes from there. A new pair of shoes. And then the people asked him, but how could you interrupt the middle of the, of the Shema? You're in the middle of Davening. Shema, you're not allowed to interrupt. It's a, a space. How could you write a note in there? and he said, because the Shema in the terms of the Kabbalah is called that's the unity of above, that's the perspective of real unity, how everything is Hashem, there's nothing besides Him he said, this is the true Yehudah giving a Bakr a pair of shoes who doesn't have, and his ripped shoes, that's the highest level it's not, nothing else but that uh, at the end of his years when he didn't have any more strength to teach the students so the Administration of the yeshiva wanted to uh, you know get him off the payroll <laughs> they figured <laughs> uh, uh, that's why you know save themselves some money uh, uh, of his uh, salary uh, but the Rebbe Rashab objected to this and he says just the presence of Reb Mikhail in the yeshiva has a positive influence on the students. He should just hang around over there. That alone is already positive. And so Reb Michal, he passed away a Moshe Shabbos Kodesh on the 28th day of Cheshun in the year Toph Ayin in Beis. As I said before, that's 102 years ago. And during the funeral, which took place in the following day, the Rebbe Rashab took place and the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe was one of the people uh, who carried the coffin uh, up till the uh, cemetery. And uh, uh, his yore said this today. And this is just an example of one of the Hasidim dedication. And it's it's no, no wonder the special feelings that was uh, transmitted to the students of the yeshiva. And this uh, special energy uh, proved to later on uh, to preserve and sustain the students in in the face of all odds and against all, uh, all, all, all all difficulties that they had to withstand, while you see that many other groups were religious and very respectable groups, but in the face of of all the sorrows that they had to face, they all. Either uh, faded away, or uh, dissolved, or left, or but nobody re- actually remained. But it was the Chabad Yeshiva Bahram from Tomchit Mimim. But who had this kind of a training and had this kind of a of a love for Torah and Hashem that persevered and they remained and that 's how we have uh, Chabatra It withstood that test and that gave it that special edge I guess that they had to overcome everything and uh, I guess that is still gives the uh, energy to go out in all places and uh, all difficulties and still Go ahead and remain strong. Remain uh, faithful to the principles of Yiddishkeit and still make a difference in the whole entire world.